0: Okay. Can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code sober girls for $10 off your first order.
1: I've noticed I have more energy focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over the counter and powered by two ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash sobergirls, or use the promo code sobergirls at checkout. That's J U B I L A N C E dot com slash Sober for $10 off.
0: Okay. Can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code "Sobergirls" girls for $10 off your first order.
1: I've noticed I have more energy focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over the counter and powered by two ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for ten dollars off by visiting jubilance.com/sobergirls or use the promo code Sobergirls at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E.com/sobergirls for ten dollars off. Hello, everyone, welcome to episode number 12, lucky number 12, I can't believe we are here. Um, So we're going to continue today with our uh, steps here. So we are on step number four, but I wanted to begin with a lovely, lovely comment from one of our listeners. She uh, spoke about Joe Hudson's podcast, which is I think like two podcasts before this She says, oh my God, this one with Joe Hudson, I'm crying on my drive, hitting such a deep nerve inside. And I love this because the purpose of, I mean, any of my work and especially this is to be able to touch people like deeply, not just on a surface level of telling you like, okay, do this, do that. It's more about moving you through emotions and having you feel things that you probably were afraid to feel or afraid to look at and having these conversations in all different forms and for this to become the norm because only through having conversations like this are we able to shed light on it. And when we shed light on fear or shame or guilt, which we're about to get into, when we shed light on it, it almost like, it disappears. And our ego would like to tell us like, no, don't go there because, you know, you're going to die, right? Like that's, it's literally giving you those vibes. And so we don't go there, but I'm telling you when we go deep and we, when we do this with a trusted person um, or a trusted form like this, it's so transformative and we each have something to yeah. overcome or to deal with. And that leads me to Joe's uh, Joe and I were doing a self hypnosis um, masterclass. So it's, well, it's actually a workshop. So it's going to be happening live on October 5th at 1230. If you can't make it live, no worries, there'll be a replay available. And he's just an amazing, amazing human. He's actually coached me many times. He is a addiction expert. He's a psychotherapist. And he is the founder of Habit Architects. And basically in this workshop, you're going to walk away with your own self-hypnosis script. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go deeper into the subconscious and and how to sort of work with it. And I'll give you all the technical tools on like how to record your own um, self-hypnosis script, which is essential to be able to listen to yourself with this statement and sort of like hypnotize yourself, not like, not like in the best way possible, right. To rewire your brain. And so basically it's like an additional tool for your wellness toolbox. And it's going to help you with healthy, you know, building those healthier habits, because unless we heal stuff on the inside, like those deep things, Mm-hmm. You can set all the goal, goals and, and have all of these dreams. But if you're feeling stuck, you're just, you, you yeah. have to clear that stuff, right? So nice. it's going to heal trauma and just basically shift your identity from fear to love. So I want to invite you to that. I'm going to put the link in the bio for that. And I would love to have you on there. Erin is coming in as I'm well.
0: So excited. I'm so, and what a perfect segue to today's topic. Like everything you just said I'm like that is step four but you're right if we don't go deep and get out the poison and I don't care what workshop you're in what class you sign up for if you have a private chef sorry but you're not going to heal and you are going to continue you're going to fall back into those old patterns because that poison is still inside of you and that leads me to step four um which I can't believe we're on step four and step four is kind of a wild step um mm-hmm. Step four in the big book reads, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. First, we need to actually get honest, get clear, and share with another human, a trusted advisor, a coach. If you're in AA, that's your sponsor. All the reasons why you have been drinking. Listen, drinking's not your problem drinking to your solution. And you can substitute that with any habit that's not aligned with your highest good, anything that's harming you, anything that's keeping you from God, your higher power, or living your, the, the greatest story, which is your life. Um, step four invites you to sit down and do the work of inventory, your, your soul, you know, just like you would do a business that's not running well, you sit down and you start. So it's, it's kind of a daunting task at first because you start from you know, your first memories to present day. Your assignment is to write, there's a couple of columns. We were just talking about this. And so your step four list will look like, first column, I'm resentful at. And this could be an institution. It could be a human being, but who you are resentful at. The second is the cause. What ha- well what happens? you know like in kindergarten I'm I'm resentful at Joey because in kindergarten he you know stole my stack I mean it could be something so simple like that but we hold on to these things and then the third column is affects my so this is where we go into what that resentment really touches um, is it your self esteem is it your um, personal relationships some form of security there's sex relations, um, all various forms of fear and the way fear shows up. And then the fourth column, and this is what my sponsor added, and most people do add this, is seeing your part. What's my part in all of this? And so you, for each resentment, you go through those four columns and, you know, from the big book, I just want to point out a couple of things of why this is so important. it, it's resentment is the number one offender. It destroys more alcoholics. Again, you can stuff that for anything. Um, anything else from it stems all forms of spiritual disease. For we have not been only mentally and physically ill; we've been spiritually sick. No, oh. so guys, this,
1: like yeah. reread that because I, know it's I think that is so pivotal. If we truly understand every single word and and how our life has possibly been played by this, right? Because like
0: read that again, that is so powerful, please. Yes, okay, resentment is the number one offender. It destroys more alcoholics than anything else, more humans than anything else. From it stems all forms of spiritual disease, for we have not been, for we have been not only mentally and physically ill, we have been spiritually sick. And, you know, I'm just thinking about like, how easily can we form a resentment with somebody, you know, you get, you're driving and you get cut off or you don't, you know, we're just so easily bothered.
1: Plus I would also look at this as, so first of all, I I think this is a really painful exercise, which I Uh, want to note that that's, that is what it is. And Uh when you embark on a journey to explore, like, you know, it gets dirty, it gets messy, it gets, you know, it does not feel comfortable. So that is okay, right? When you are there, when you're in it, know that there is light at the end of the tunnel, right? And you're not gonna live there um, forever. And I wanna say that this being painful, that pain that you probably don't wanna address right now is going to be there until you shed light on it. So an exercise like this, mm-hmm. I wrote down, it's it's basically pain transmutation. Mm-hmm. So you are looking at it, you're taking that flashlight and it's like, you could just imagine like you're in the dark, right? You know that there's something like in your kitchen or whatever, right? And you, you take out the flashlight and you, you point it and whatever is there, like, let's say a little bug or whatever, it literally runs away from the light. And maybe that's not <laughs> that the best analogy, it, but like, that's, that's just like, I love that pain to me is like, that's it literally, it, it, will run away. That pain will transmute. It will go somewhere else. And for me, when I transmute anything, I would like to, I, I say to it, like, you know, thank you for being here, but, um, I no longer need you in my life setting you free into the universe to be used for something better you know because everything is energy and it can be transformed but we have to let go
0: right yes I love the light well and when you bring it into the light I actually love this it's so funny you bring into the light and you share it and it's scary right it's scary Ah! knowing something's in your kitchen you're like holy shit like <laughs> and nothing. Like the kids getting upset with like a little bug. I'm like, I, I've got it. Do you see yes. how like am and how little that is? It's but scared of you. Yeah. Scared of you. But when you bring it into the light, it cannot survive. And the greatest thing. is so when I did my fourth step with my sponsor, you know, she was just looking at me like, okay, keep going. Like nothing was, she's like, not a big deal. I'm alive on this planet. We've all been through life. We all have, uh, you know, we all have burdens and trauma and things that we're not proud of, things that we don't know how to cope with. And that's where my drinking came in. But when you talk about it, you realize you're just a human being doing the best they can and it is okay. And getting that out is so freeing and that, you know, shame and guilt keeps us stuck. But there's no walls on those selves. We at any moment can walk free. You just have to say, yeah, this is my truth. I need help with this. I don't know the solution, but you're telling me there's a spiritual one and the first step is I have to share it with somebody. Okay, I want to be free. And I am you know, how free do you want to be? So when you're doing this list, the degree of freedom is to the degree of how honest you are. And they say that, you know, you have to be so thorough and honest and take your time. Because the more you get out, you just, it's like, you know, you're walking around with boulders on your back and you're one out, one out. And then you're like, God, life is so much easier. We don't have all these wow. rocks back to carry. But it's like you said, it's painful. It brings up a lot. But the whole point of this exercise is that when you get this out, You are less likely to drink. That's, or, you know, using Mm -hmm. another way in which we cope. And then, you know, drinking wasn't my problem. My problem was I couldn't face my problems. My problem was I couldn't speak them into the light. Right. And also, whatever you are struggling
1: to break out of, like in this moment, Mm -hmm. it usually stems from not healing something in the past. So Mm the way I visualize this is if you are, let's say, Hmm. let's say in kindergarten, let's use your example. Somebody said something to you, right? And let's say somebody said you're stupid, right? Like this boy. And you sort of like that story stuck with you. And now you're an adult and you are about to, you know, be in an event or you're supposed to speak up and you don't because you have that running, that program running in your mind. But when you put it down on paper, I mean, one other column I would like to add yeah. to it like would it. be like, how can I rephrase this or what kind of mantra can I have from this? So, mm. for example, if somebody says, you know, you're stupid or you're fat or whatever, right? Like, there's cruel things out there, right? Or you see something in the news and it sticks into your subconscious and now you're like literally playing this film in your life in different ways. Right. You know, you get to, you do get to rewrite it. You do get to shed that light and rewrite and, and affirm. That's why I love affirmations is affirm what you want it to be. So like, for example, like I am smart or I am getting better and better, or I am in control of my emotions or just have that as an anchor to you. Yeah. Whenever you feel, or when you hear your mind wander, and this is why I love meditation is because it makes you aware of what the fuck you're actually thinking about. Mm. Um, so it's guys, it's, it's a lot of inner work. It's yeah. a lot of clearing, mm. but without doing that, you, you might as well like forget, forget about anything else. Like honestly, because it just, it won't make your life um, as enjoyable because once you do clear and you do that inner work, you could be doing the simplest, most mundane tasks and you're like, wow, life is amazing. Yes. It's such a difference.
0: It's and I, we, I think we should create this outline for people to do if they want to do this yeah. or step. Cause I love that column you just added and your affirmations have changed my life. And I think that's such, so powerful to include that. You said so many things and I'm like, yes, rewrite your script. This is what freed me. I got to completely rewrite my script. I first had to do the inner work and share it with a trusted advisor, but I got to literally rewrite my life and create the life of my dreams are right. bolding. And it's amazing. But if I didn't get this out, I would be still be drinking. I would absolutely 100 million percent. Well, cause great. you would be feeling like everyone's out to
1: get you or, or like not out, to, you know, but like whatever you were feeling from the childhood you're
0: still playing it out now. Yeah. It it would still be, it would still be triggering me. My response would be alcohol. But when you don't have that poison inside of you triggering you, you are, you, you don't need that substance. You're free. And then you have a way of living where I don't feel right. That's upsetting to me. Guess what? You talk to someone right away, you get it out. And the whole point of this too, is to create yourself, release, live in the light, invite God in. And also big part, big part of being human, see my part. And that's a spiritual act of saying, okay, there, are t- there were things that I did that added to this. There were things that I did that resulted in me feeling this way. There are things that I did to trigger those other people. And I am not, you know, I'm not blameless in it. And I need to see my part and own it and in owning it. It's like, it's a deeper freedom. Um, We talk a lot about clearing the wreckage of the past in the rooms. And that is only possible when you do your fourth step and you do a thorough fourth step. Um, And then I, there's another, I want to read this. I feel like Michaela, you would love this. You were just talking about this. I was like, oh my God. Um, It is plain that a life, which includes deep resentment, leads only to um, unhappiness. To the precise extent that we permit these, do we squander the hours that might have been worthwhile? Oh, Isn't that amazing? Wow. Yeah. Who's, you know, what are you, who's controlling you emotionally when you are stuck in resentments and, and that all your energy is going to that versus where I'm on this planet. I'm a divine creation. I'm limitless what can I do today to help another? What can I do today to create versus this? You're just stuck. Mm. Um, so this is, um, and we find that someone who is addicted to alcohol, that resentments are fatal. The resentments push you back into your addiction. And so this, is, this isn't an option for anyone who um, is wanting to truly and their addiction. You have to get clean, and the fourth mm-hmm. step is a vital. Is vital. It's not an option. Um, but I do think for anybody looking, so because we talk about it all the time, it could be you get that oh that awful feeling, and you reach for food. You get that awful feeling, and whatever your thing might be, that's controlling you, and your solution is not a solution. It's it's absolutely harming you and robbing you of living fully. So I think this fourth step could be a practice for everybody it can and i
1: feel that instead of just saying stop drinking like that is you know it's such a loaded statement um, Mm -hmm. out there or like you know limit alcohol or or drink less or whatever it does not address any of these inner things no And, and I'm glad that we are bringing it to light. And, you know, I love exercises like this. I, I, it, it also depends. What is your mindset about stuff like this? For me, it's like, Oh, this is exciting. I get to play with this energy. I get to change it. Mm -hmm. And if I, let's say if I've done work like this, which I have, I've done it on different topics, not like this particular sort of like about drinking, But I've done it with, you know, changing my story and I've led classes and and courses on literally creating your life script and creating your day script and how you want to feel and all of that. I'm such a big advocate for that because most of the time we go through life or this was even me before I did any self-development work. I just went through life as a like, okay, life, what are you going to give me? What, What challenges am I going to go through today? Or you know, what do I have to deal with today versus putting on my mindset that I truly want? Like, how do I want to feel when this happens or when something comes, you know, comes through? So it's a huge, huge difference in, in lifestyle and it makes, it makes all the difference, but back to creating that mindset, when you do work like this, it's like, how can you make it so beautiful for yourself. I always say, like any of my master classes, like light a candle, put on spa music, yes. make yourself some delicious tea, pray with your water. Like everything is energy, right? Um, pray into it. Yeah. Pray into water. Pray into your tea. Pray into your coffee. Like this is healing. Like uh, healing things, and it does change. Like, and you have to believe. It's it's yes. it's simple things, and. Um, I love that. And you feel that those that sense of protection and anchoring of where you are, because most importantly, you have to feel safe. Like Mm. if you're in a mess, you know, loud environment and you're trying to do this work that might not work. Right. But if you know, okay, eight o'clock, my kids are asleep. My partner's watching TV. I'm going to spend 20 minutes uh, and let everyone know, like I'm going to spend 20 minutes you know, in my cozy corner, light the candle, put on, you know, my AirPods and healing music or whatever you want to put on and get into this. And Mm -hmm. also pray that you will be guided, that you can transmute this into something better. Yes. And then, you know, you leave those five minutes at the end to allow the divine or God Mm -hmm. to write through you. What are your next steps? Yes. Like what is now that you're lighter, what are you meant to do? Like, if yes. there was no limit to finances, to knowledge, to energy, what the fuck would you
0: actually be doing with your life? Hell yeah. You know? Yes. And that's how we should be thinking. Once we are clear, right? Once we are connected and we're not blocking off like the sunlight of the spirit is blocked off by these resentments. And you—it's so amazing. You're so spiritually grounded, and I—I you're talking, and then I'm looking at the big book. I'm like, "Well, there it is." She, yeah, I know. And it's so amazing. You have never read the big book, but it's like—you—you have it in your soul. So a part of this fourth step is a prayer that says, um, "Okay, this is just amazing how this all (laughs) happened." Um, We ask God to help us show them. So the people that um, we're holding resentments against show them the same tolerance, pity, and patience that we would cheerfully grant a sick friend. So if you look at other people and you, so when a person offended, we said to ourselves, this is a sick man. How can I be helpful to him? God save me from being angry. Mm -hmm. Thy will be done. When you, so, and we're talking about spiritual sickness. And so when people are hurting other people, they are spiritually ill. And guess what? When you're spiritually sick you are blind and so a lot of times i will just pause and go god bless this person i know they don't mean to do this i know they don't even realize they're doing it how can i be in of service to this person and i pray for an awakening i always pray for an awakening and that's going to come from you know that you know that human turning and seeing a glimpse of light a glimpse of hope and wanting that it is not going to be from me holding a resentment saying you're doing this and it's just there's so much power and grace, and there's so much power and love and sacrificial love of saying, "You didn't even mean to hurt me, and you hurt me deeply." You, you know, there's tremendous pain that I've we've all been through, or I will never receive an apology. But does not mean that I want to stay stuck in that. Well, that's the, also the work of forgiveness. Yes,
1: it is one of the. I would say in my coaching practice, it's one of, it's a big pillar in, yeah. and in growth and in healing. And it's also just like you said, I, I, you know, I've worked with so many clients and there's so much forgiveness. Like somebody will come to me and they have, you know, let's say a goal to lose 10 pounds or mm. something with career. And it's like, Deep down inside, I know that's not the thing and they don't even know it, right? So let's say like second or third session goes by and we work through some things and then they realize, you know, they have resentment for their mom who they love, right? Or they have resentment for their father, or it's a lot of childhood trauma. This is why I love the the workshop that we're about to do with Joe, because he is an expert with healing trauma. Yeah and so the forgiveness aspect is sometimes it takes weeks and there are practices that i you know it's different for everybody depending what you need to forgive depending how deep the wound is depending on your own level of letting go right so there's like stages of letting go and just like mm-hmm. understanding that like you know we're in the now and you are safe and You know, there's practices with writing and journaling and writing letters to that person, not even sending it to them, you know, perhaps burning it because it is all energy, right? So just getting it out of your system, out of your mind, because, and I see this so clearly right now, it truly causes illness and disease. So I had a client who was on the outside was not sick, but on the inside like, I mean, she, she was on tons of medicine. She, um, there was no self-love. There was no connection to self solely, like just like living of service, but being resentful to the people she was, you know, um, around and doing this for like her daughter, her, her husband. And, you know, it all stems from this, this, this particular time in her life. And, She basically led the session by just me being this vessel of like Mm non-judgment and not even trying to coach her through it, just allowing her to speak up because she's never full, she's never expressed it. So it took about three weeks and Mm -hmm. it was self-led because she naturally, she she did all the things. She knew when to read the letter out to herself. And she told me all about this, this uh, process. And I thought it was so fascinating but after that time, it was like the woman that I began working with was she was no longer there. <sighs> like I that thing that she, you know, she shed light on, mm. it ran away, it was gone. Mm. And it was so beautiful to see because then we, then it was like, it was fun stuff. And she enjoyed doing that work because she, her mom was no longer here, but she, it connected her to her on a deeper level, and she understood why she did certain things, and it was so beautiful.
0: Amazing.
1: See people for, especially now that we're, you know, we're parents, we see that our parents do every. I think everyone does the best that they can with they what do. they have. They do, and, and there's different timelines in that, right? And um, sometimes people g- grow, and sometimes people will never grow, and and you know, but our growth
0: is up to us. It's not up to anybody else changing. So I feel like you need to repeat that because I think that's what's missing in our culture. Have you say that again? Cause I think that is what keeps people stuck.
1: So our growth is our responsibility and you're not responsible for anybody else changing or mm-hmm. acting differently. So mm-hmm. I think when we, yeah, we just have to work on that and when you do that, you'll realize there's a term I would say, uh, in, uh, in, in w- what yoga practice is this, uh, Kundalini yoga, I guess, but it's, yeah. it's the term of being neutral oh. and it's, if you're not working on and this is why I love yoga because it does bring the balance into the mind, body, soul. And I, I, this is what I've done in my early healings, like for like at least 10 years, I've practiced like so much. I don't practice as much as I used to, but I realize it's because I've, I've integrated a lot of this stuff. And so my movement looks different now, but before I needed that connection and that neutrality and where you see that is when I used to be so affected by people's energies, moods and what they would say Mm. that now I I can be in that setting and I could either walk away or just be able to have this energy shield around me and not be affected and be able to move that energy towards a different conversation or whatever. But before I would just, I would get so sucked in. And so like, you know, if you look at being neutral, neutral is like in the middle if you're being swayed too much to, you know, the, like the negative side, then it's like you're out of alignment. And Mm. so it's just like trying to stay centered and aligned and neutral when it comes to things. And also celebrating when you are in situations where you normally would react, celebrate Mm. that, Mm. like write it down in a journal, like, Oh, normally I would you know, I would get a pit in my stomach when somebody would say that or that. And like I didn't. Like that is
0: a huge celebration. Mm. That's that's it. Well, and you just hit it neutral. What I've learned in this journey, and it, you know, and I'm so thankful I get to learn it, but it took me, you know, into my 40s. Nothing can destroy you from the outside unless you invite it in. Like nobody has any power over my emotions. Nobody has any power over my self-worth. No one has any power. No one's making me drink. That was a huge one. It is me and my creator. I'm good. And I can stay neutral. And and almost like as an observer say, well, that's upsetting. And I'm going to give that to God. Or that's interesting. But I don't need to absorb it and say, how am I going to solve it for you? How am I going? What's? No. Neutral. I love that. Like holding a neutral position of, I love you and I wish you best, but my shield is up because that's not my stuff. That's your stuff, mm-hmm. And that's your work to do. Cause every human being, you have to do your own work. Yeah. Nothing from the outside has any power over me unless I obsess over it in my mind. And that's, that is like the coolest and greatest thing I've ever realized. And that's, you know, what I want to teach my children's what we want to share here. Not the other people's fault. I'm not an alcoholic because other people. Yeah. That, no. And guess what? I will never be able to stay in recovery if I'm pointing the finger. And that's what step four is because you you put this on paper and then you bring it in and you see your part. You take ownership and you walk away free. And it's incredible. But I love the comparison to yoga and also the flexibility component of yoga. of Just going with the flow. and like mm-hmm. This is my way. Go with the flow, allow God to move you and, and use your breath. You know, there's so many components
1: to yoga that I fell in love with. Like, and I, I'm still in love with yoga, but I feel like, you know, and this is why I became certified yoga teacher. I thought I would be like, you know, a yoga teacher forever. It's just, that was, it was my calling for a little bit, but the, Mm the, the real purpose of it was for my own healing and transformation. And this is why I'm so in love with breath work is I truly learned how to breathe, breathe in, in yoga classes. Like it is wild. It it still baffles me that people don't know how to properly breathe.
0: I feel like this has to be, we need to go to do this for the next. When morning. you, yeah, when
1: you realize how like breath moves energy, and let's say even if you're slunched for uh, slouched forward, your energy is blocked, and so like creating more space in your lungs to breathe. So just like rolling those shoulders back, like creating more space in your vertebrae, and and just you know, it even gives you the confidence. Like so, there's so many like physical, spiritual, practical things. And if, if, you know, for those who are listening, never done yoga, like Mm. try out different studios. I know, I know a lot of studios offer, you know, free first yoga classes or whatever. You can also join Aaron's. Um, Aaron has a 14 day movement challenge coming right up in October. So we'll put a link in that as well. Movement moves, emotions and moves, you know, it moves things. Um, Yeah. I just, the, the breath work. So I just learning how to fully breathe, not only does it give you energy, it gives you health. Your cells need to be oxygenated. Yes. That's why getting out for fresh air is, is vital. We, we stare at screens and we're inside or we are indoors and not socializing as much. Like we need to get outdoors, get that fresh air. Look at the trees. Be grateful for being alive. And uh, I mean, I could just go on and on about this, but it's yeah. um, one of my greatest tools is my breath. When I need to move through a feeling, I take there's there's a reason why they say take a deep breath when mm-hmm. you're stressed, because it tells your nervous system that you are safe, mm. You're not running away from that tiger. Like there's nobody chasing you. Right. you are safe. Right. So it's just switching to that parasympathetic nervous nervous system into that calm and, you know, relaxing mode because yeah. we're, we're, it constantly wants to be switched to yeah. fight and mode. And yeah. so we need these tools and practices
0: to, um, all day really and especially when you're doing this deeper work breathe through it it's not going to kill you and what you'll realize is that you're fine like there isn't a line waiting to devour you get it out breathe through it have your mantra ready have a trusted friend ready and declare how you want to feel Declare how you want to feel I feel like we need to create this new form
1: so I will just say it so you guys are self-led people bring out your journal. Yes, bring out a piece of paper. Do and it. you can do four like four sections so you can actually have the paper like um, horizontal right So this way you have more space to write. So all the way to the left, I am resentful at and just list the people, the situations that you are resentful at. So it can be a teacher, it can be you know that boy kindergarten, it could be your mom, dad, cousin, whoever. Um, and then the next, t- the next thing is the cause. So that's the next one. Um, so what is the cause? What does that mean? Erin?
0: Um, you know, oh, what, so what actually
1: happened? What actually right? Happened. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm um, resentful at you name the person, the cause, what happened? What do they do? And then the third column is affects my, like in what way does it affect your life, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is how we're tying all yeah. of these traumas to our, to our everyday life, which is bananas, right? Yes. And then the fourth column is my part. So what part did you have in this? What part did you have that discontinued or what part do you have in it now that you're replaying it? Right. Like
0: mm-hmm. just.
1: Bringing awareness to that. And then I would say add a fifth column to how can you transmute this into something that will work for you? So it can be a mantra, it can be an affirmation, it can be how can you use this to
0: improve yourself or create awareness? Uh, I, and- mantra I, I think that's yeah. the best because just saying that shifts your energy. Mm-hmm. Shifts you're thinking i love the mantra so that is your
1: homework guys yeah you choose to take it Mm -hmm. um i feel like this was like a little mini course on this this was amazing awesome yeah
0: and then this is something you can do time and time again you don't just do it one time in, in life like this is when things pop up and you oh you know what i need to do a fourth step like yeah i get all that out Yeah. And then if you guys need any support, any
1: guidance, any, like just that space to, to share, you can reach out to either Erin or I, you can work with both of us. You can work with us individually. So whatever you feel called to, because we have to figure out like, what are the next steps? And sometimes we can get lost, you know? So know that we are here. You can always reach out um, to us on Instagram. I have a bunch of programs as well that, you know, can be a source of guidance or, um, inspiration as well. So Mm -hmm. there's lots of ways to move forward. And I think it's one of those things, like we have to keep this momentum going. We have to continually take different steps, you know, you don't want to be stuck here and be like, Oh my gosh, I don't know how to figure it out. I, I can't do this. You know, whatever, like, don't get stuck in your head. Just keep moving forward. Do the work that you can with, with what you have. And I promise you're going to feel lighter and all of the worries and disappointments and all of the things they'll just fall away. Cause you realize they really don't matter. And what matters is love and being
0: love and being pure. Mm and it's not a big deal. The things that we were holding, they're not a big deal. You're already forgiven. You are, you walk in grace, just let it go. Um, this was awesome. I'm going to go yes.
1: Yes. And if you need some breath work tools, I have a meditation course. You guys have
0: so much. I mean, honestly it's yeah. I mean,
1: in the shift one, I have I mean, I have a full thing of, on breath work of the four, seven, eight breath, which I actually posted on, on Two Sober Goals. So I definitely, that's one of my main and breath work Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you also have the forgiveness um, method. So there's a forgiveness meditation. It's a Hawaiian um, prayer. It's called Hopo Ono Ono. I love that prayer. Yeah, and it's basically, it's a forgiveness prayer. It's saying, I'm sorry, forgive me, I love you, thank you. I'm sorry, forgive me, I love you, thank you. And you're just, it's almost like washing away all of your inside and all of your connection to all of these things. Um, So that is like one of my favorite uh, forgiveness tools and meditations, and you can do that right now. You can bring something to your mind and say, I'm sorry, forgive me, I love you, thank you and rinse and repeat where whenever you need this, you know, it can be for yourself. It can be for your partner. It can be for anyone. It just like, it just takes away that charge you have to those things. Yes. Yeah.
0: Live and love Live
1: and love guys. So yeah, this was so fun.
0: It was awesome.
1: So if you are still here and you made it through, gosh, this was probably a long one. The long one. <laughs> um, Congratulations. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you win freedom. You win. Abundance, yeah. You win. Free. Yeah, yeah. You win yourself in your mm-hmm. purest form. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, reach out to us. If you're listening to the podcast, you can take a screenshot or take a selfie and tag us at two sober girls podcast. I am at health with Michaela and Aaron is at recover with Aaron with two N's. And, uh, we would love to hear from you and please leave us a review. It is the best way to, um, to share love with us and to make sure that we reach more people, which is our goal. And, um, Yeah. Hope you have a beautiful
0: day. Beautiful. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol.